Welcome to Package Your Genius. I'm your host, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. I'm a former print journalist turned PR and personal branding pro, and I am here to help high achievers like you bring your genius ideas to life. Whatever gift you have to give the world, I want to be a catalyst for your next genius move. If you're ready to stop overthinking it and start putting yourself out there, you're in the right place. Let's go. Do I have a word for you today? So, you know how I do when I get confirmation multiple times from multiple people in the same day or the same week, I know it's a message that I was meant to share with you. And so yesterday I had one of those confirmations that hit me over the head that I needed to come here and record something about. And that is imposter syndrome, but not your regular take on it. I feel like imposter syndrome has become the topic du jour in personal development and even business coaching circles. Everyone has something to say about it. And as they should, I suppose, because it's a really big issue. But yesterday I was really struck by how pervasive it is even at really, really high level professionals, right? So like I work with high achievers and many of the high achievers I work with are, they're on that purpose-scaping journey, you know, spiraling up to a more specific path where they can use their gifts and talents in a way that feels completely aligned with who they are, what they're passionate about, what they were put on this earth to do. And so that could range from someone who is a C-suite executive or uh, a VP in a corporation to someone who's left the corporate world for entrepreneurship and is looking for ways to package their genius and figure out how to sell themselves. But I had two separate conversations with like high level high achievers (laughs) yesterday And it was just fascinating that even though they have achieved more than most high achievers achieve, they still don't see themselves clearly. So one person, we were having a conversation about different media opportunities given the business successes that she has both had within companies, but also helped other companies have. And it's been written about and um, shared, but like, How can we leverage your reputation, your journey to land even more media and top tier media? And as we were talking about the different media that we should go after, it was like, oh, well, I could, you you think I could get featured there? And I'm like, if not you, who? (laughs) Like, of course you could. Like, you are the GOAT. You're a legend. You know, it would be like Oprah saying, do you think do you think the New York Times would write about me? So that was a moment. And then I had another moment with a client who's just experienced rapid, accelerated growth and had all of these amazing opportunities, but for whatever reason still sees herself in through a lens of yesteryear. And so when approached about a specific project, 
she quoted a price that I thought was too low. So I pushed back and we had a whole conversation about it. But it's like, you know, even as you approach your pricing, you have to upgrade how you are charging for your yourself when you've kind of unlocked new levels of growth. And so the imposter syndrome that I'm seeing is like, we may conquer it at one level. We may effectively be able to see ourselves clearly once we go from like level one to level two. But for most people that I work with, that growth doesn't stop. And so you don't stop at level two, you keep going. You're on level three, level four, level five. And next thing you know, you're on level 10, but you're still operating like you're on level two because you haven't taken the time to go back and examine what all you've accomplished and really let that settle in your spirit, right? And so what I wanted to share today was this very clear message that I suppose was revealed to me that it's a never-ending, ongoing process to get to know yourself. And that is why I harp on radical self-discovery in Package of Genius Academy. Like it's the first thing we do. You cannot brand yourself or even promote, you can, I suppose, you can brand and promote yourself, but what are you promoting? You're promoting something that's like not really the most accurate depiction of your story and of your gift. And that's why it only lasts for so long and then you start to feel like it doesn't fit anymore. Um, although, you know, if you continue to evolve, you will outgrow even the, the brand that you established for yourself because we're dynamic people, we don't stop growing. But I harp on radical self-discovery because it's a continual process. And I always say, you know, when I teach the process of understanding and getting clear on your brand, this is something you can repeat anytime you start feeling that sensation that, okay, what I'm doing now doesn't really feel like um, it's a perfect fit, right? Like, I can do this, this feels good, but mm, I feel like it's a little tight or I feel like it's a little loose and I have more room to grow and I need to do something different. Like, it's almost the right fit, but it doesn't fit me as snugly as I wish that it did. And so, um, radical self-discovery, getting clear on your brand, getting to know yourself never ends, that's number one. But number two, achieving even huge things, like things that you dreamt of years ago still doesn't erase imposter syndrome if you're not continuously reflecting on what you've done and what that means about you, like what you've done and who you've become and what that means about who you are now. Because when you're clear on who you are now, you move differently. You just do. Like, you show up differently. You charge differently. You uh, you see yourself in, in opportunities that you maybe wouldn't have shot for in the past when you were on level two, but you're on level 10 now, right? And so, um, but to mentally be on level 10 and not just achievement wise, you have to continuously do that work of reflecting on what have I done? What have I accomplished? What results have I achieved? What have I helped people do? And what value am I adding? Because if you're not clear on the value you're adding, you're always going to undersell and undershoot yourself. So that's, that's what I want you to take away from this is that it's not a one-time thing to get clear on your brand or get clear on who you are. Sorry, spoiler alert, but it's something you have to do regularly. Now, depending upon the pace of your evolution, 
that will dictate how often you have to do it, right? So if you are kind of in a season where things are rapidly shifting for you and you're accomplishing a lot, you might have to do this every month. You know, you may have to do it every quarter, but at the very least, you should be doing it every year. You should be assessing what you've done, where you've been, and how you can take those wins and this new information about yourself into how you tell your story, how you show up at work, how you show up with clients, what you price on your proposals, right? Like if you've had all these major wins for your clients, maybe it's time for your price to go up because you're validated now and you can point to the experiences that you have had and the wins that you've helped other people have, um, your, your value has increased. So a couple of costs to this not doing this self-evaluation is you could be undercharging. That's an obvious one. You could be under pitching. Like if you're looking for a new job, you might apply for a job that's, that's honestly beneath your talents. Uh, or you might see a proposal for your business, an RFP, and think, well, I, you know, I'm not qualified when actually you are. And so you're leaving a lot of money on the table, which money isn't everything. But I think if we're talking about being in our prime earning years, which most of my clients are, it kind of is important <laughs> that we earn as much as possible while we can because you know we want to set ourselves up for our later years in a way that is sustainable and we don't want to look back and say man i wish i would have gone for it i i was so great and so big but i i played so small like we don't want to have those regrets so you're undercharging under pitching and at the very least if you are unclear on who you are you could be settling for things that are beneath you so that could be settling for relationships that are beneath you friendships clients maybe some of your clients need to be let go because you met them in a season when you were on level two but they're still treating you like level two and they're reinforcing that level two mentality and so it's holding you back from really operating in your full potential and owning your power because you're hanging around people who see you as smaller than you are they see you as how you used to be versus who you are and who you're going to be and so even with that it's like the more we can stay on top of the reality of who we are the better our outcomes can be the better opportunities will attract the better people and situations that feed us will attract and so it's just it's so important to keep going back to this and not um, not thinking that achieving a goal is going to, you know, achieve it mentally, right? Like you may achieve something, but mentally you're still holding yourself at a lower level than you could be on because you just haven't graduated mentally. So the fix for this whole situation <laughs> Um, is to affirm yourself regularly, remind yourself regularly, like evaluate and assess what have I done since I last checked <laughs> and what does that mean, right? Like, what does that mean about my value? Um, ask yourself, you know, am I the same person today as I was one year ago? No. Am I the same person today as I was five years ago? No. But am I operating like the same, like I'm the same person I was a year or five years ago? Am I still making decisions like I am the person I was one year or five years ago? Am I still charging the same way 
I was one year or five years ago, even though I've had leaps and bounds in my accomplishments and I've done all these things. Um, and then once you kind of figure out, okay, I've done these five things and these five things have added this much value to who I am and my value proposition, you need to recraft your story, retool your narrative. How are you talking about yourself? How are you positioning yourself? Uh, but also you need to adjust. So that means letting go of the things that served you at level two that no longer do, um, letting go of services, clients, looking for a new job. If you've outgrown the one you have, letting go of relationships, if you've outgrown them, if they're level two relationships and they haven't been able to climb with you, you may have to scale them back a little bit and that's okay. The bottom line is um, as long as you are growing, you will have to continually get to know yourself. You just will. And so if you're committed to growth, you need to be committed to continuous self-discovery, continuous um, self-knowledge, getting to know yourself at every new level that you arrive at so that you can operate in your power and own that authority and um, make decisions that are conducive to someone who's on the newest level that you're on. And again, that's why we focus so much on self-discovery in Packager Genius Academy. And even through with my one-on-one -on -one clients, it, you know, beyond just helping them position themselves as experts and thought leaders and get more exposure for their personal brands and their ideas and package their genius into services and programs that are easy to sell a big part of what i do is reminding people who they are reminding them of their patterns but reminding them of where they've come from and what they have the right to demand based on who they are because they've earned these higher levels but they are just leaving things on the table because i guess you know it's just hard. It's, it's, I always say this, it's hard to see yourself without a mirror. So if you need a mirror, holler at your girl. <laughs>